Our scripture verse this morning, likewise the Spirit, everybody say the Spirit. Spirit. Helps in our weaknesses, for we don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit, everybody say Spirit. Spirit. Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. There is a Holy Spirit language even in those dire moments, you know what I mean, that, you know, are really to our advantage, okay? Now, he who searches the hearts knows what is in the mind of the, knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Everybody say Spirit. Spirit. Because he makes intercession for us, for the saints according to the will of of God. I mean, you can't get it any better than that. Huh? Hallelujah. You know? Yeah, I, I think that when we pray that the, His will gets done, it really ties into the Spirit, doesn't it? Yeah, ties into the Spirit. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Everybody say, Spirit. All right, praise the Lord. I will pray the Father. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth. Everybody say spirit. Spirit. Amen. Whom the world cannot receive. In other words, the world can't receive it in that particular state that they're in. There is a door, though. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. Well, there's a powerful truth right there, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know? They can't receive him because they don't see him or know him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Such is the reading of God's word. Just before Jesus was leaving this world, he gave the, his disciples an assignment. And that assignment was, had to do regarding the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He pinpointed a place that, where there would be the, you know, uh, meeting place. A meeting point. of the Holy Spirit. Jesus has paved a way for the Holy Spirit indwelling us by his blood. Jesus said, I'm going to give you another helper because he who had been their helper was now going to Leave. Going to leave in person and bodily form. The title of my message this morning is The Perfect Senior Partner. The Perfect Senior Partner. God has arranged for divine partnerships. I believe that the Bible shows us that there's two agencies 
that works in our lives as believers and are necessary for us to be successful as believers. Not only in our life, but in our work. And that is the Word and the Spirit. The Word and the Spirit. Psalms 119, 130, and 133 says, the entrance of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. His word again, you direct my steps by your word. Let no iniquity have dominion over me. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, for the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit, and of the joints and the marrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. It's as close as you can get. But then, he said the Holy Spirit, the Word, in the Holy Spirit. It's that Holy Spirit that puts the finishes and touches on the things of God. He teaches, he reminds us. He's the Spirit of truth, he's the guide. He actually has a voice by which he speaks. And he's way ahead of us. He will tell you of things to come. Hallelujah. Well, he's not a fortune teller, but he is a future teller. The Holy Spirit is so important because God wants to remove the confusion that's in our lives so that we can fulfill the destiny that he has chartered for us. To walk in the spirit and apply the word of God. It brings that understanding and that ability to fulfill all God wants to do with each individual life in what he wants to do in the corporate life. This Holy Spirit is a, a, is a partnership that affords us, you know, keys that unlock so many things for us. As we read what his office does, what his role is. It was Ephesians chapter one that says, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we might know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. There's a whole lot going on. And the Holy Spirit is key in doing that. It's a partnership. A partnership with God. For the Holy Spirit is God. It's, it's, it's an agreement between two people working together for a common purpose.
He becomes the eyes of God in us. I have not seen and ear have not heard. Nor is it even into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him, but God has revealed them to us through where? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He's a wants to be the senior partner in our life. So I want to ask the question this morning as we begin this, how much Holy Spirit do you have? How much Holy Spirit do you have? the parable of the ten virgins five of them were low they were low on the Holy Spirit five of them were full of the Holy Spirit so it's not just a matter of you know, being, having the Holy Spirit in us, it's to the degree of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Paul writes to the Galatians, and this is what he says. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was, was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want you to learn. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun the Spirit, I now made perfect by the flesh. What is he saying? He's saying the Galatians understood the role of the Holy Spirit that they played in their conversion but they were missing out on his role as a helper in the ongoing life of the believer. They're missing out. They, it was, they had transferred from the power and the partnership of the Holy Spirit and they were trying to maintain this, this vibrant life by merely human effort. Be filled with the Spirit. Remember the story of Stephen that points it out there that Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost. Doesn't that indicate it's possible, possible to be less than full? To be filled with the Holy Spirit means to empty ourselves of all that is contrary to his pleasure. It's not just, you know, something that's poured in. It's making room. 
emptying yourself of everything that was, that's contrary to the Holy Spirit. So I am convinced that you can increase in the level of the Holy Spirit or you can decrease the activity of the Holy Spirit in your life. The Bible says that you can resist the Holy Spirit. It says that the Holy Spirit can even lay dormant. Quench not the Holy Spirit. Paul writes to Timothy and says, you need to stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a partnership. It's not the unwillingness or his lack. It's involving him in the full activity of, you know, life itself. Who has confused you? Oh, praise God. So you can be filled with the Spirit. You can stir up the Spirit. You can quench the Spirit. How you believe affects the Spirit. John 7, 37. On the last day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried. And he said, if any man believes on me as the scripture has said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit. We sang some songs about God and all the wonderful things that he can do. Well, it, those are really powerful and, and, and really important because, you know, if we believe those things, we increase the flow of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I really think that just maybe for tight reasons that there's a Holy Spirit pump. You know, like gas pumps, you know, you pull up and, you know, when things are getting low, you really need to pay attention to the gas gauge. <laughs> so that, that, I think that's what he's saying that when he said we, we steer up. I think he's saying pull up to the Holy Spirit pump. I think that when Jesus would get up in the morning, as, as was very custom to him, him to do, he said he went out and prayed. I think he was really pulling up to the Holy Spirit pump. I do. I think he was pulling up to the Holy Spirit pump. You see, the whole life of Jesus, his closest companion was the Holy Spirit. From his birth through his death and his, or we skipped his ministry, his death and the resurrection. Matthew 1.18 says this. She was found with a child of the Holy Spirit. The closest companion of Jesus was the Holy Spirit. In his growth, Luke 2 and 40 says he grew and became strong in spirit. 
at his baptism. The Holy Spirit set upon him in the form of a, a dove and began to speak its approval. In ministry, how God anointed Jesus of the Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. God was with him in the power of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 12, 28 says that he cast out demons by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Did you know that Jesus offered himself to death and in death by the Holy Spirit? Jesus you know, understood that it wasn't just the birth that brought him into the world, but the ongoing life that he was to live was also by the power of the Holy Spirit. It says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, through the eternal spirit offered himself to God Offered himself without spot to God. Holy Spirit. What was it that raised him from the dead? The Holy Spirit. What I'm trying to show us here is, you know what I mean, is, this, is how the Holy Spirit is to be, you know, part of every day of our lives. Holy Spirit. That Holy Spirit is really your direct line. You're going to receive from Him, it's going to be by the power, the influence, and the revelation, the activity of the Holy Spirit. You see, this partner called the Holy Spirit wants to be an active part of our lives. An active part. You know, it's amazing, isn't it, how in the Christian world so many people deny the Holy Spirit. Well, he's still around. He hasn't went any place. He's still on assignment. The Holy Spirit is that power source of the Christian life. You shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. It's called life in the Spirit. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who what? Walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Oh. <laughs> I wonder how many Christians are running, walking around in condemnation because they're not allowing the Holy Spirit to be a, you know, senior partner.
We can't be the senior partner. He has to be the senior partner. The Holy Spirit gives us fresh dialogue from heaven. Fresh dialogue. Yes, fresh words from heaven to tell us everything that we need to know so we can walk in, in the fullness of God's plan. Do you know that the Holy Spirit takes away ignorance of God's will? He reveals God's will. He, he, he illuminates God's will to us. There, of course, is a key element, and I, I'm not going to do with that so much this morning, but is learning how to hear, developing ears to hear the Holy Spirit. Let us hear, remember? For, to, the, to every church in Revelations, let us hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit in our lives, He wants to help our prayer life. And He wants to help you when, you know what I mean, areas that you need help. Those moments and those times when your weaknesses are you know, seem to be paramount. You know, isn't the enemy's really good at pointing out your faults? He's the accuser of the brethren. He makes intercession for us according to the will of God. I love that the Holy Spirit is always on target. You can never miss with the Holy Spirit. Now, you can miss on your own, but if you let him be the senior partner in your life, you, you won't miss. You won't miss. Wasn't it Jesus that said, I thank you, Father, that you always hear me? Because I always do the things that you say. That's right. Well, there seems to be a connection in being able to follow and listen and, you know, the Holy Spirit. They don't know him and they don't see him, so they're not reaping benefits of the Holy Spirit. When it says that he helps our weaknesses, it simply means that he takes hold of someone. He supports, he helps, he aids. He pulls us out of discouragement, despair, depression. He intercedes for us. Last week we talked, we talked about being a friend of God. The Holy Spirit is to, 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 to put the finishing touches on 
what it means to really be a friend of God. To take the keys that unlock so many doors. That great companion and in helper. What the Father made known to Jesus, Jesus wishes to be made known to us. And that's the Holy Spirit that does that. He told his disciples, I've got many things to say to you, but right now you're not able. Doesn't mean they'd never be able. Will it be a progressive thing? Could it be possible that we haven't got those other things yet because we're not able? <laughs> Let's look at the Holy Spirit on a personal level. First of all, he's a partnership in our worship. Partnership in our worship. John chapter four says, the hour is coming and now is. We really need the Holy Spirit for our worship. Because the Father is seeking such to worship him in spirit and in truth. Because God is a spirit. We really connect with God through the Spirit. Whenever you sit down to have a Bible study, he wants to be your senior partner in that Bible study. When he says he will teach you how many know that the senior one is doing the teaching? We do the learning. Now we may be the voice at that particular time of the Holy Spirit, but it's the Holy Spirit, you know what I mean, that is using you as his voice. So he's a partnership in our Bible studies. He's a partnership in our preaching. He said in that time and that hour, it's not gonna be you, but it's gonna be the Holy Spirit that's doing the speaking. It has a human frame, but it's got a Holy Spirit unction. The Holy Spirit is your partner when ministering to the hurting. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach to the captives. 
Here's an important one for us today, church, and that is the Holy Spirit, you know, wants to be our senior partner in evangelism. And it shall come to pass, saith the Lord, in the last days that I will pour out my spirit, you know, on all flesh. Your sons and daughters, young men, old men, and God wants to get every age group involved in evangelism. The key to all evangelism is the Holy Spirit. So important was the Holy Spirit that even though the disciples had got their commission, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, you know what I mean? You're supposed to teach them, you're supposed to do all of this, but before you go, I've got something for you. And it'll enhance everything that you're doing. It'll enhance your going, it'll enhance your preaching, you know what I mean? It really will be effective in the kingdom mission. And he met them at a designated place. They knew the designated place, but they didn't know the designated time. He told them where the designated place was, but he did not tell them the designated time. I, if I would have been among them, with them, I would wish he'd have showed up the first day. Because the second day, you know what I mean? Well, things start to work in your mind. Partners in ministry. Now the gifts of the Spirit. So varied, so different, but it's all the same spirit. And it's very important that we understand that, that the diversity of the gifts, the different mannerisms in which the gifts are, are expressed through every individual. Paul ran into this. Everybody's got to be like one. You do it this way. You do it that way. I should do it that way. I'm glad there's God, the Holy Spirit, he, he doesn't do copycats. You're individual. Enough said on that. But it's the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. The same Spirit works all these things, distributing to whoever He decides.
I ask my musicians to come and I want to kind of wrap it up here about the partnership of the, the Word and the Holy Spirit. And how important that is. There is a divine, or it is a divine and human partnership. It's a divine and human partnership. Remember the story of the, the apostles as they're dealing with church issues. It says that as they ministered to the Lord, who's they? The human partnership. The divine partnership steps in. They did the praying and the fasting. And then the Holy Spirit spoke. And the Holy Spirit said, yeah, you're a extremist. You're a fanatic. The Holy Spirit? I don't think that there was an audible voice of the Holy Spirit. There was, but it didn't come independent like it did when Jesus was baptized, just out of the heavens. It is clear that there were people there that who had gifts and offices, and the prophets were sitting there, and they heard what the Holy Spirit was saying, and said, this is what he says. Separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I've called them to. Yeah. Peter, on the day of Pentecost, was not only filled with the Spirit, all right, but he was also filled with the Word. The Word of God brought understanding to what the Spirit was doing. Remember? going on here? What's taking place? What's this we hear? What's happening? So as they begin to draw, you know what I mean, a, their own personal definitions, Peter stands up. And what does he do? He quotes the word. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is what Joel prophesied, and this is what Jesus said was coming. And it's not just for a select few. 
It's for everybody. Everybody. Hallelujah. Prior to this, the Holy Spirit was just, you know, granted to a few select people. Because I want to do. This thing expanded. So everybody becomes a candidate so that word and the spirit helps us to understand. Now listen to this now. A spiritual experience undefined by the Word of God lacks purpose and only places us in a spiritual playground. That's right, church. Many are in spiritual playgrounds. But it becomes nothing more than a spiritual playground. It doesn't develop into purpose. You know? It's just really about their enjoyment. And the Holy Spirit is about the world. on anybody's prayed, but I'm just saying that there has to be the Holy Spirit and there has to be the Word that defines what the Holy Spirit is doing and what He means. must be the partnership of the Word, the Spirit, and a man. A man. He always has to use human agents, and there may be exceptions to the rule, but he uses human agents. ready pull up to us Holy Spirit spiritual pump. I'm really a word man I gotta have some precedence in the word But here's what the Holy Spirit has in store. For this generation, if we believe that we're nearing the end, and if we're not, Lord help us. We need him even more. So, you know, either way, we, we need him. 
But he said this, in the last days. How many know that Jesus talked about the last days? He identified the last days. He identified the last days as being days of crisis. He identified the last days of having unusual events. Every department of, of creation was going to have, you know, unusual things. But he said in those last days, I'm going to pour out not just my spirit, but I'm going to pour out the former rain and the latter rain in the same month. Amen. Oh, that's unusual, Gordy, right? Hey, did you ever reap a crop from sowing to reaping in one month? about it that the rain is going to have a dual purpose sowing and harvesting is going to happen in that Holy Spirit rain he says it's going to be a quick work and it's going to be a final work. Stand with me. Hallelujah. We've talked about how the Holy Spirit is to be a partnership in our lives, but now also this is what He's going to do. So, I guess I'd like to be part of what he's going to do. Amen. Hallelujah. filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 4. They're filled with Him again. Making room for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Is removing everything that is a displeasure to Him. And grieve not the Holy Spirit by which you have been sealed you've got the guarantee but he's hanging around grieved because we're not making room not you I want more of the Holy Spirit hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. As you leave, I just want to encourage that you make the Holy Spirit the senior partner in your life. Now, we are not praying for the Holy Spirit to come. We are giving him an invitation because Jesus did the praying for him to come and he's already here. But we go ahead and we make a prayer of invitation. Hallelujah. Prayer of invitation. Whether it's individual or corporately, community. Pray for the mission field across the world, but you need to pray for your community. Holy Spirit, right here, Bible Center, we give you an open invitation. Hallelujah. We're acquainted with you. Well, we know there's more of you. Hallelujah. And as everything gets darker, more critical, we need more of the Holy Spirit. Go with God. Hallelujah. You're making a senior partner today in the Holy Spirit with your life. Happy Fourth of July. You know, there's nothing more greater than the declaration of freedom of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you.